Welcome to the Next Greatest Thing podcast, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. This podcast is a place where we come together with electric experts and dedicated operators to discuss current co-op events, leading-edge technologies, and communicate with AVECC members. We are Arkansas Valley Electric, changing the communities we serve. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of The Next Greatest Thing, a podcast brought to you by Arkansas Valley Electric. Today, we will be shining our employee spotlight on Randall Qualls. As facilities coordinator, Randall oversees all of Arkansas Valley Electric districts where he helps with security, lawn care, general maintenance, and HVAC. Randall says, above all, I feel like my job is to make everyone as comfortable doing their job as they can be. Welcome to the show, Randall. No, thanks for having me. How long have you been here? Since March. Gosh. Big impact in four or five short months. No, no. Absolutely. You let the listeners know before we start, one of the modest, most modest individuals I've ever come in contact with, Randall Qualls is. Does great things. And never talks about them. Do you want to talk about them? All the great things you do, Randall? <laughs> I would be here all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tough. He he come in replacing a a legend in his own mind, Aaron Mantooth, <laughs> and has really f- took his job and and ran with it. So nothing but good things um, that we hear about Randall um, as a new member as we talked about as a new member to the Arkansas Valley Electric family, Randall, what has made the biggest impact on you so far? Well, there's been a couple of things that's made a really big impact. By far, the most important was the people. Man, the people here is just phenomenal. They're here for, they're, they want to build you up. They want to encourage you. They, they want to be there for you. And, and I can go to anybody for anything, and they're willing to help. That, that right there is amazing. To, to be able to have that. It's like a, a family environment, and, and that's nice. It's nice to have that. So a lot of times, like, I've interviewed a lot of folks. We, we have the privilege of getting to add jobs in a time like this is, is awesome to do. But in, in interviews, a lot of times the, the person we're interviewing says, you know, I've heard it's like a family here. D- did you hear that before coming to work here? Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't really know what was here. I mean, I was just talking to Aaron. You know, Aaron and I know each other, and he's the one that described this place to me, and that's what he said. And it was like a, a family environment here. And you hear that from time to time from different places, but, man, it, it's the truth here. It, it really is. I love it. That's awesome. I, I didn't do a very good introduction. I skipped the normal first question that I ask. Um, Ozark graduate? Yeah. Ozark graduate? Oh, three. Uh, oh, th- oh, three. You age well. I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, um, so you're a lifelong Ozark Altus resident? I've been around these parts all my life, yes. Cool. Uh, I grew up on the south side of the river. Oh, that's right. You went to County Line for a little bit, for right? A little bit, yeah. Don't hold that against me. No, I wouldn't do okay, that. Okay, I appreciate a, that. So that's a, so we, I, I'm not, this is factual, I believe. We've never had a facilities coordinator that didn't attend county line high school for some part of their education shout out indians i know right that's right um so as a facilities coordinator how do you believe your job impacts um arkansas valley as a whole well it's like you said um 
my job for the facility is just make sure everything's going smooth. The lights are on, the air's on, the heat's on. Uh, make sure that everybody feels secure and comfortable in doing their job. They don't need to be worrying about uh, everything else that goes on around here. They don't need to worry about if the AC is going to work or not. They don't need to worry about those things. They they got a big job as it is anyway. So if I can just keep everybody comfortable, then they can just go on and do their job. Funny thing, I, I, we were talking about you at my house the other day because my kids go through my phone all the time. So they're scrolling through pictures and videos, and they see a video of me keying my uh code in to get to the door and then the door was locked and they're like what are you doing i was like yeah it's kind of a joke randall had <laughs> promised me that the side door was fixed guaranteed it i believe we'll have to ask john yates i believe we were in dispatch and the next day i show up and it wouldn't open i send it to randall and in a joking manner and he comes he writes back are you, is that not working get it as soon as i get to work I, i'm sorry about that like randall that's not a big deal dude i'm just sending it to you for a joke well i know i know you send it as a joke but things like that that's uh that's my job you know we shouldn't have those kind of issues uh, hasn't happened since not to my knowledge perfect you know it's good to go now um what does your daily um work life look like here at arkansas valley i know that that's a that's a very uh, vast question because you do a lot, but uh, just talk about some of those things. Well, what I do, the f- priorities, you know, as soon as I get here, make coffee. And that's <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Bingo. We got to have that. Yep. Uh, if if Ryan hasn't already made it anyway, uh, then I'll, I'll go check my email, see what's broke, something might happen through the night, give a dispatch. But then I have a daily walk around. I walk around the building, make sure everything's working. I check my my HV or HVAC units. I check my emergency lights. Uh, I just go through the whole building, or not the whole building. I go by levels each week, and then uh, just make sure everything's working. Make sure that uh, the cleaners are doing their job, and then when I'm done, I'll try and reach out to the districts, make sure everything's working out there for them. Made it around all the districts yet? Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. I made it a priority to at least get out there once a quarter. Yeah, if I awesome. can. So walking down on the first floor the other day and terrible squeaking. And, man, that's bad. I didn't say anything because I didn't know what it was. And then the squeaking's gone. And later I heard how we fixed this. Let's. Do you want to go through that, Randall? Because it's a fascinating story. I'm trying to remember what squeaking it was. There's been a lot of squeaks lately. There was some sort of bearing that the water was affecting and you had to get a ladder and into the ceiling and oh, i'm not the water pump yes i'm yeah. not gonna i'm not gonna kill the end of the story because i'd love to hear this jenkins is gonna be impressed oh, i am is. very confused right now so <laughs> it, it was really loud you could even hear it up on third floor uh what it was is between the first and third floor there is a water pump up in the ceiling and that goes to the ac unit for the dispatch horrible noise uh so i just tore the ceiling out Replaced it with a another part, put it back together, and it's fixed. That's not no, that's not correct. <laughs> let's go back. So you tore. Let's start where you tore out the ceiling, and then what did you have to do? Like build my scaffolding. And yes, stuff. I had to bring in some scaffolding to get up into the ceiling. Into the ceiling and uh, tear it all apart. And it, no, you're still missing a part. <laughs> then what did you have to do, Randall? I heard. 
you had to tie yourself off. Oh, to to that plastic line? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what? I did. He's what? A, he is a legend. I told you, modest people. He's modest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just being safe. You know, I was nine foot in the air, so you got to have a lanyard and got to find something to tie off. And the only thing there was a about an eight-inch plastic line. Fixed her up. It's not squeaking anymore. Not squeaking anymore. Ryan McClure, this guy needs a raise. Amen. He listens to this. I'm all for getting you raises. <laughs> I'm all for it too. Um, if there's one thing about your job that you would want our members to know about what it's like to work here at Arkansas Valley, what would it be? Well, it's not actually my job. It's just the the atmosphere here. Uh, you know, I thought about this quite a bit on, on this question here and honestly to look at the atmosphere here you know it's it's just like you know scripture says you know love thy neighbor you really do have that here because you got we we're all uh, a part of this facility and everybody we know in our, in our community needs us to continue working and we really are helping our neighbors and when we go home our neighbors depend upon us to do our job right so they can have electricity and they can go home and do their job so the the atmosphere here is by far phenomenal there for here. For here. I love it. You're going to retire here, aren't you, Qualls? I'm going to try my best. That's good. <laughs> All right, those were the easy ones. Let's get into the hard ones now. You ready? It's what we call the lightning round, and I got some good ones for you. We always start easy. Favorite work snack? Zero bar. Zero bar? Hands down, yeah. What's a zero bar? Oh, what? Jenkins. What? What have I, what have I missed? Oh my! God. I'm sorry, Randall. You you go ahead with the zero bar. It's like it it is. I always tell people the fast breaks the best candy bar to me. But number two is a zero bar and easily the most underrated candy bar yes. in the market. Yes, o- obviously. I'm sure you've seen it. It's in a silver wrapper. It's got the white chocolate outside. Nothing but delicious stuff in the middle. It's basically. So it's white on the outside, yeah, and then it's uh, nougat, caramel, and almonds. Maybe oh, I don't know I what the nut is. Oh, it's so good! It's good. Zero okay. bars, top notch. Yep. All right, they are not a sponsor of the show, <laughs> <laughs> but they could be. They could be. <laughs> I'll get you one tomorrow. I'll have you okay. a zero bar when that, you get here in the morning. That sounds excellent. Okay, I'm really excited. Good choice. Yes. Do we have those in the vending machine? We did last week. They're out now. Oh. How many of those did you wipe <laughs> out, Qualls? Quite a few of them. I don't That's get rough. The, I don't get the figure by accident. Yeah. I, I'm not going to comment on your figure, <laughs> Qualls. On air. We can do that. On. <laughs> so you you just buy talks around the coffee pot and in the hallways. You're an outdoor guy. Um, what's your favorite outdoor activity? I don't know if I can pick just one. I, I love hiking, uh, going across the mountains, you know, over uh, a time period. I love it. I love that. Uh, I love being on the water, canoeing, kayaking. love rock climbing. That's something I just picked up within the last five, six years. Uh, if it's outside, I like it. We were talking the other day um, about the craziest kayaking experience and i should have followed that up with this question but i'm going to ask you now what's the craziest thing kayaking rock climbing uh in that realm that you've done 
The absolute craziest was that time where I, I jumped off that bluff there to get a dog. We're going to get to that here in a minute. Don't ruin it. Okay, then I'll, <laughs> I'll pick something else. Well, let's hear let's hear about the time that you just hopped in the mulberry. Was it a stage seven, you said? Yeah, I went on seven. It, it was a lot of fun. By yourself? Oh, no. Mm-mm. No. There was a group of us. It was my brother-in-law's and I, and uh, we were supposed to just go up there. We told our wives that we were just going to go up there and look at it. And uh, once once we got there, you know, we already had our canoes. We already had our life jacket. We knew we were going to get on it. So we put in up there at high, uh, high Bank, and we had to get out before Low Water Bridge because you couldn't go over or under Low Water Bridge at that time. So it, it was like a three-hour trip in 45 minutes. It, it was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> I would never do it again. But, but you're it, glad you did it. I'm glad I done it, <laughs> yes. So you were just steering. Like, there was no paddling. No, not at all. You just steer. Stay away from the trees, the banks. Try to stay in the middle as best you can. Don't flip. Did you flip? No. Good. Anyone <laughs> flip on the trip? No. Good. The experts, I think, probably. <laughs> I, this might not even be a re- relevant question, but I think that it is. What is the coolest thing you've ever built from scratch? The coolest thing I've ever built from scratch... I don't know if it's cool or not. Uh, I've made our dining room table. Oh, sweet. I, yeah. I've made a couple of dining room tables for people. I made a baby cradle. Uh, that That's a lot of fun to make them. That Not the traditional ones that rock on the bottom, mm-hmm. but a stand, and it pivots on the top. I've made oh. a few of them. Uh, them are a lot of fun to build. So your dining room table, what is it made out of? Uh, pine. Pine. Uh, two by sixes, and the center's a two by ten, and four by four legs. So did you buy the lumber or did you actually oh, cut yeah. down a tree? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. No, I bought the lumber. What a cheater. I know, right? How, how, long, does it, how long does it take to build a dining room table? Uh, that one was just a farmhouse style. Uh, I had it done in probably about four days. Oh, wow. It's not bad. Just to build. And then it takes time to stain and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Put a poly on. So, did you do, like, benches around it, or did you just, uh, old school, go to furniture store? We went to furniture store. Furniture store. Yeah. Been doing that for years at the Fisher household. <laughs> <laughs> Not much on building things. Um, so, grand finale. We, for those that have listened to the Jim Ford podcast, we had Jim in here a couple weeks ago, did a great job talking about ozark school district and rural broadband and what it means to the school district and after that was over we we often continue to record just to see what happens in conversation i think jenkins probably has a bunch of clips that she's going to embarrass me with someday but um jim uh began to talk about a story that you were involved in and we have it recorded so it's it's amazing but we want to hear in detail um the story of you saving jim ford's dog in detail in detail i'll do the best i can (laughs) if i remember right it was the day before christmas eve the night before christmas eve because i was smoking a couple of turkeys out there on the smoker and i always like to smoke my meat through the night uh and uh, a little rain shower come in, and I got a phone call, or a text, really. 
and, and uh, saying, hey, Jim's looking for somebody to repel off, get his dog. And you're who I thought of is Corey Tedford. Uh, he's the one that said, you're the only name I could think of. So I'm like, well, sure, you know, why not? <laughs> so I gather my gear, throw it in the old truck, and we go up to Jim's house. And I get there, and I bring out my tub, and I just set it down. And I said, all right, let's, let's go look at this. Pitch black. Couldn't see nothing. The stars wasn't out. You couldn't. There was no moon. There, it, was, it was dark. And I'm thankful because even though I like to rock climb, I hate heights. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, I really do. If I'm in control, I'm okay. But it's like if I'm not going to go up to a bluff and just walk to the edge of it and look over. I, that's just not going to happen. That's strange. I know. That's right? aw- yeah, that's awesome. But that, I, I never would have thought that you could be like that and do the things that you do. I guess it's just the adrenaline I like. Yeah. So uh, he he puts his alert uh, rope around me so I can go over there and look, see kind of where about this dog was. And we look over there, and sure enough, that dog's down there. So I turn around, try and find a couple of trees to anchor to. Time my figure eights in my trees, and I just I just go off. I get down there, and that dog's on a ledge. It's a young dog, and the dog was super excited to see me, you know, and he was excited, you know, and then he stayed back so he wasn't going to fall off or nothing like that. So I, I swing over there to him a little bit, and then they lower down a uh, tote sack. That's when the dog didn't like me. They said, oh, <laughs> I thought we were going to go off this bluff with this dog because he was fighting me tooth and nail. He did not want to go on this tote sack. Finally, I was able just to shove him in that tote sack, tie the top of it, and then they pulled him up, and then... I'll just climb on out, gather my gear, said, y'all have a Merry Christmas, and I, I let it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best part. That was the – and Jim is a great storyteller, but that part cracked me up so bad. He's like, man, this guy just climbed back up the side of the mountain, put his stuff in his tote, and said, y'all guys have a Merry Christmas. I'm out of here. Yeah, pretty much. That's awesome. Well, I, still That's had awesome. Meat on, I still had meat cooking, so I had to get back to that. That's cool. What kind of what's your uh, what's your favorite meal to smoke? Mm, I like smoking brisket. That's by far my favorite to smoke. Uh, but when I smoke, it's I got a, a decent sized smoker, so I've got to put I fill it all up. So not only do I do brisket, I'll, I'll do turkey, I'll do chicken, and just throughout my night, I rotate it. I pull them off, just depending on what kind of meat it is. So if you get it going, we're cooking. We're cooking. Yeah. Yes. I'm not going to get out there just for one little piece of meat. It's, it's going to it's going to feed the family when I'm done. That's awesome. Two kiddos. Two kiddos. Two kiddos. True or false? You can marry folks. I can. Very true. How many folks you married? How many uh, couples you've ma- have you married, Randall? Uh, probably about five. You like doing it? Yeah, yeah. I've got a pretty good rate so far. They're still together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to play the percentages. Yeah. Batting a thousand. So, some some of them work here. Really? Yeah. Who? You know the Cheyenne. Okay. Okay. So her and her husband, I was able to marry them. Uh, Tyler Sumner's. Okay. They were my first wedding, and he was part of my youth group uh, growing up. And when we done their wedding, I don't know who's crying more, me or them. That's it, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Cheyenne just had a baby. She did. Number two. Yeah, I thought it'd been awesome if she would have had the baby here. And I'd have been able to deliver it. So I could say, <laughs> not only did I marry them, I delivered their baby. Mm. 
That would have been that would have been a good story. That'd been a good story. That would have topped the dog story. It would have. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Baby in the call center. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Awesome. Randall, anything you want to add? No, no, I think I'm good. I appreciate y'all having me. You're awesome. Um, uh, new me and Randall are going to get along when uh, Randall has fought with the sprinkler system here, um, probably since March, right? Yes. So he, he he's not to embarrass you or anything. He had to call in some backup, and I was outside talking to the guy that strolled in, and uh, I was leaving for the day, and uh, I said, "You guys have a good one." And uh, I was thinking to myself, man, that Randall guy, he's a solid individual. And uh, he has his iPad on, and I get right in front of one of the sprinklers, and all of a sudden it comes on. (laughs) And I look back at Randall, and I still think you meant to do it. He says he didn't. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I guess we'll never know, right? (laughs) It was solid. Some things you just take to the grave. I like that guy. That's a good one. I wish I had a way to operate the sprinkler system watch people coming out that'd be amazing i think about it often because i get here before everybody else does i'm thinking man if i could just turn them on at this moment it'd be (laughs) hilarious that'd be so fun let's uh what time you getting here in the morning (laughs) before you yeah you yeah you do get here quite early so uh jenkins anything you want to ask mr qualls before we let him go I think if we asked all the questions we wanted to ask Randall, we'd be here a lot longer. Maybe a good interview. It's a good time. So, for Randall Qualls, producer Barbara Jenkins, uh, my name is Brandon Fisher, and until next time, stay safe. Thank you for listening to The Next Greatest Thing, powered by the Arkansas Valley Electric Cooperative Corporation. Make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MyEnergyAVECC. Visit our website at www.AVECC.com. We hope to see you down the line.